Uh, welcome back, listeners. As promised, as promised on today's show, I've got the incredible talents of the Bounty Hunters. Now, they're a powerhouse trio. We've got Dave and Lynn on the phones, and, of course, they'll be having Mick O'Shea on drums. How are you going there, Dave, Lynn? How's it all been going for you? Hey, Phil. Yeah, we're, we're doing well. Just Fant- glad that you're starting to come back. Fantastic, Absolutely. fantastic. Because things were sort of knocked around a lot last year with COVID, but now we seem to be getting things under control. People are out there performing. You guys are back on the road and you're doing a lot of gigs all around the place. Tell us about what you've been doing just of late. Yeah, well, it's, it's great, Bill. I mean, you know, everyone, uh, all the whole music industry, as we know, suffered through COVID along with the whole world. Yep. But, yeah, to come back and it's great. We we, we did the Guanalan Bowling Club a couple Easter of weeks Sunday. ago. Yeah, Easter Sunday, just as a duo. Yes. And, and people um, were for the first time were allowed to get up and dance. And, oh, uh, fantastic! You know, up, actually, allowed to dance, not not one point five meters apart. Actually, can dance with each other. Can dance. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it was great. It went really well. And we've done a couple of shows at the Zoc uh-huh. and. Um, yeah, so it's coming back, which is great. Absolutely brilliant. Uh, next, month, next month we've got some, some good stuff happening. So, you do. Uh, yeah. You do. You're actually yeah. playing, I think, on you're playing at the, the pub at Woi Woi, aren't you? The old pub at Woi Woi. That's the first one, I think, for next month. Is that right? It is. Absolutely. Yeah, 1st yeah. of May. Yeah, yes. it'll be our first time there. We, we were booked there before COVID, but, of course, everything so last year. got – Cancelled, but yeah, now that we've been rebooked there on the 1st of May, which will be great. Fantastic. Yeah. Now, tell us, you've also got Toronto Hotel Blues on the Lake. Now, that is the 8th of May, correct? That is. You're right. Yep, um, uh, Sunday afternoon, 8th of May. Yep. Fantastic. And you got some great acts that are going to be playing there with you too. Kevin Borich is going to be there, Steve Edmonds, GVAs. And also yep. crawfish stew. So what an incredible, uh, what an incredible lineup. Have you played with any of these guys before? I know you've played with we Kevin, but with what about DV8 and the other the other acts? Um, I think crawfish stew. Yeah. On the, they were on the uh, the Wicca when we did the five. Um, yeah, the Wicca Wicca right. Park Hotel. That, that was the last gig we did pre-COVID. That was the first of March 2020. Right. Just we got. Is that right, isn't it? Yeah, that's Before we right. we all got locked down. Yeah. And that was actually a, a fundraiser for the bushfire victims. I mean, it hasn't been a crazy time. Oh, right. But, yeah, we've yeah. the guys from Crawfish Stew there. They're great. Um, we, we've, of course, we've played, as you say, with KB quite a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know Steve Edmonds really Edmonds. well. Yep. He's got a great band, a uh, great guitar player, a great singer. Yeah. Um, and a really good friend. Yes. And uh, DB8, uh, yeah, we know Greg Rice is a guitar player and singer from TV8. He's an old mate as well. So it's going to be a little bit like, uh, you know, reunion time. Fantastic, fantastic. And and as a result of COVID, because you didn't get any any gigs, did you did you manage to write any new material? Is there anything we can expect to hear from Bounty Hunters in the uh, not-too-distant future? Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, yeah. You, is this well, is, is that a question I shouldn't have asked? Is this a secret secret stuff you're ready to hit your fans no, with? Or? No, not at all. No. We're, just, we're just waiting for the right time to um, get in the studio to okay. re- record with with Mick. Right. Um, yeah, there's a song called Hip Side, uh-huh. which is 
you know, see you on the flip side when the world yes. is right again, yes. um, basically. So it's about coming out of COVID. Okay. Um, and then there's another one, Losing my, my Brain, which is just, you know, it's yep. a bluesy song. Yes. And another one, which is called Mysteria, which is very, very different. It's sort of, um, sort of otherworldly. Right. Yeah. It's a, it's a bit, um, it's kind of our... Cashmere, you know, Red Zeppelin's Cashmere. Oh, I do. That. Yeah, Cashmere. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a of, it's a bit of an epic, uh, it's quite a long song, and it, 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 yeah, it's very atmospheric. So we're really excited to be getting in the studio with Mick soon to do that because I don't know just, I don't know if we spoke to you last time we, whether we had our record deal or not with MR Records. Uh, look, I heard about it, but we we haven't spoken about it. So, but look, let the listeners know all about the record deal because, yeah, we certainly haven't done it on air. Well, yeah, that was that kind of came out of the blue. I mean, we know the guys from the company; they're based in Melbourne. Uh, Peter Hoffman and Pete Nails, the two Pete. Yes. Um, and we had played on some gigs for them. I mean, they they were also uh, into from you know doing live shows. We did the Hot Fest two uh, tour in twenty nineteen. Uh, in Sydney and Melbourne with those guys, which KB was on as well, and um, Taste from Melbourne, uh, Swanee, uh, who's also on the label. Yes. Uh, and and they have this great record label called MR Records. They were melodic rock records, but it's called MR Records. Yes. Excuse me. Probably the three. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, because of COVID, their live shows, of course, uh, became non-existent. So yes. they... Um, Excuse me. Decided to uh, pour more time into the label and um, and and build the label basically. Yeah. So. Uh, and they approached us about you know they because we we've known these guys and we've worked with them in a live context and they got in touch with us and have you got are you guys signed? And we went no, we're totally indie. We I mean we have a distribution deal with with uh, 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 Sab Chase at MGM. MGM, yeah. Which you know and he really helped us out a lot in the early days and he's such a great guy, one of the good guys in the industry. And uh, But, yeah, we have distribution, but we don't have it. We're not with a label. We're not signed. And they said, well, would you be interested in signing, looking at signing with us? And we went, yeah. And so we talked about it. We looked the contract over and... Oh, looks good. Yeah. So we are now signed with MR Records. Absolutely uh, brilliant, fantastic stuff. I didn't. I, I've sort of heard about it, but we haven't spoken about it. So you finally. When I say finally, I mean somebody's finally realised the talent of you guys and decided to sign you to a label. Well, you know, it's, uh, it, it, it takes a long time to be an overnight sensation. Absolutely, film, you know? yeah. And we're still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Given is these guys are in it for the music, and we know them personally, and we know they are really good guys, and they're, they're not out to exploit their acts. They're, they are really, uh, you know, genuine about um, supporting their their, their act. And Swanee's with them, Tate's with them, Dave Evans is with them. It was our singer in Rabbit, and he first the first singer with ACDC. Yes, he's with the label, and they're, they're signing. All, they're, they're, they've got a really good stable of acts. A uh, great band from uh, New Zealand called Electric Universe are with them, you know, and they're they're just uh, all about the music and all about getting, you know, helping uh, in, indie artists basically get their stuff out there. But with a the label, with the with the, uh, the infrastructure that a label can offer, 
in, in the way of merch and also contacts internationally and with their, um, you know, the, the people that, they, that forge relationships worldwide. And so our back catalogue is now being shopped worldwide as, and, and they're also going to, um, you know, we're looking at doing some new stuff this year in the studio. Now, didn't you, didn't I heard, didn't you also play guitar with that New Zealand band? You did some guitar work for one of their songs, is that right? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's, that's the thing about, you know, being with a label is that it's a great networking experience as well because, um, you know, with, with your label mates, we can we can do stuff together. And um, they had a track that they thought that um, my guitar work might work nicely with and, and uh, they asked me would I be interested. And, excuse me, mate, this is a problem. Yep. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, they sent me the track and I, I listened to it and I thought, yeah, this has got some good riffs. Um, they're, they're doing good stuff. They're a good band. They're, they're writing some really good rocky stuff. Um, I, I think I can contribute to this. And, yeah, so I did the track and and it came out and it got some really nice reviews. And uh, now we're looking forward to further down the, the road, uh, you know, doing some live gigs with those guys. But then coming to Australia and us going to New Zealand and, and doing an records, uh, you know, thing with some of the other acts like Swanee and Taste and yes. like verse and bounty hunters so you Fantastic. know that sort of thing when you're with a label that sort of thing can happen so now that you're with a label are you going to now be under pressure to put out stuff are they is, is part of the deal like well we want an album you know once a, once every six months or something or how does that work oh, for you guys no yeah no they're they're very amenable to you know how it happens and these days, it um, makes more sense just to put EPs out rather than full CDs. Yes. You know, um, so, you know, three, four, five tracks. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, you know, let tracks come out one at a time and then eventually, you know, they can build into an album. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, there's no pressure and that was one of the things that we spoke to the guys about. Also, we retain uh, 100% artistic control. Right. Um you know, so, you know, a lot of the majors will tell their acts, you know, okay, you're going to record this song um, and, you know, that's it. Uh, you're signed to us. This is what you're going to release and whether you like it or not, basically. Oh, wow. that's and, and, yeah, that's, that's, I mean, and a lot of the majors work that way, especially with up-and-coming acts and artists, uh, whereas in, in this case we uh, we spoke to the guys and that's a beautiful thing. We can talk to them. We have a rapport. And, uh, you know, we, we retain 100% artistic control about what we record and release. Fantastic. And there's no pressure whatsoever. Yeah. So, you know, Brilliant. but we are so keen. We, yep. We're still working on another couple of tracks. Yes. And we're hoping that within, within the next couple of months that we'll be able to get into a recording studio with Nick to put these tracks down. So are you talking about an album in the next few months or are we talking about an EP? No, an EP. Three, an EP. But, Four or five songs. Four or five, yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because that seems to be the way it's going. Yeah, well, it does, doesn't it? Because, you know, when I was talking to, uh, you know, Andrew Farris, like he, he's put out a new album, but prior to yeah. that he put out an EP and I think two of the songs off the EP ended up on the album. And I thought, well, yeah, why wouldn't yeah. you just put the EP on the album? But he, he selected the best or what he felt was the best off the EP to, to contain. I guess they're almost like a bonus track for the album. But um, yeah. a lot of the artists now seem to be going down that street where they release an EP with four or five tracks and sometimes yeah. they don't put an album out for years. They're happy to just keep re- releasing EPs. 
Yeah, and it does seem to be the way it's going. And even Cheryl Crow has said she's not releasing an album ever again because oh, wow. these days um, people just, you know, they have stuff on random play. I yeah. mean, with our albums, we deliberated over a track order and all of that sort of stuff to yeah. make sure that the album had some sort of cohesion, some sort of flow, a build, yes. um, you know. But, like, but these like, days, like building a live set, you know? Yeah, yeah absolutely. But these days, people can just listen to random stuff. So it's not so important to bring out whole albums anymore. No, no. So tell us about this live gig. What can the listeners expect to see? Because I've not seen Mick O'Shea play with you guys before, and I know he's a powerhouse drummer who's absolutely played with just about everybody in in the country. Like, and you you yeah. guys are obviously you, last year you were, you were held up with with the COVID. You didn't get to perform, and you're just kind of getting back into it now. So, what have you got up your sleeve for the listeners? Are you going to crank it up and send them out there dancing? What's what's going to happen for the audience? Director? It's going to be full on. Uh, hold on to your seat. Hold on to your uh, seats. Wow. Get, you get, you get out of your seat. Get up and box because yep. we are like dogs off a leash, Bill. Yeah. Uh, the first gig we did back with Mick um, was at Lazotte. Uh-huh. Uh, we did a show for a good mate of ours, Ross Ferguson, who's a legendary uh, road crew member. He was actually our sound guy in Rabbit back in the 70s. And then he went on to work with. TMG, Sherbet, and then Little River Band. Then he went overseas. He worked for NXS for 10 years uh, internationally, worked for Elton John, worked for Tina Turner, Crowded House. Uh, you know, he's been there and done everything that a, a road crew member can do. You know, he ended up a stage manager and, and guitar tech, and he ended, also ended up as the uh, stage manager for the, the Mojo stage, the main stage on Blues Fest Bar and for 20, 20 years. Fergie wow. uh, has done it all, and he has some great stories. He's bringing out a book, um, and he's a dear friend, and he's back in New, Newcastle too now. We go kayaking with him. Oh, so it's cool. funny how all these things come full circle. And he had a, a an afternoon at, at Lazotte uh, where he was telling his stories with, with Stuart Coop, you know, who wrote the book, Roadies, who's a, a, a great Australian rock journalist. Yes. Uh, and and Fergie asked us to, and there were uh, along with a couple of other local acts to play some songs that afternoon, and that was the first time we were back with Mick since lockdown. And as I said, we were like dogs off a leash. It was like <laughs> it was not fun. It was like ah, it was so much fun. Yeah. Well, so, I, yeah, that's, that's I, where we're at. And, yeah. It's just exciting to be playing again, you know. Fantastic. Well, I've got to tell you, I'm going to be there. I'll be, I've already organised tickets for a friend of mine and myself. I've not seen DV8 live, but my mate I'm coming yeah. with lives in Newcastle. He said, mate, you've got to see this band DV8. They are just unbelievable. He requests that sort of stuff every week. I mean, I've never seen KB on, on an off day, so he's going to be sensational. Uh, you guys are going to rock the house. Uh, I've not yeah. seen um, I've not seen Crawfish Stew, so I'm in for a bit of a treat there. And, of yeah. course, Steve Edmonds. I think it's going to be an unreal gig. Uh, tickets are going really, really well. Um, so yeah. I guess the only thing is for the listeners – if they want to, um, if they want to come along and see it, it's on sun, Saturday the eighth of May, and they better damn well hurry up, otherwise they're going to miss out the gig of the gig of the month, the gig of the year, I reckon. It's, it's, it's going to be it's fantastic, cool. It's like, and as, as I said, we all know each other. The bands all know each other, and 
it's going to be like a big, a big celebration. Yeah. It's going to be great. Sensational. Well, thanks so much, you guys, for taking the time to talk with us. I know you're busy. I know you're in the studio writing and, and jamming and putting some new stuff down for this new EP. So thanks so much for chatting with us today. It's always a pleasure to see you both and talk to you both. And uh, I can't wait to see you guys own the stage along with KB and those other legends. We're looking forward to seeing you, Phil, and thanks so much. Yeah, so glad you're coming. And oh. appreciate your support, mate. I'll be there. I'll be there with bells on, and I'll probably even have a couple of earplugs just in my back pocket just in case. <laughs> <laughs> the, the louder the better, my guys. Don't hold, don't hold back. Give, it, give um, them a look. Take no prisoners. Take no prisoners. It's going to be big. Fantastic. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks, Thank you. Thank you. All right, listeners, stick around. I'm gonna I'm gonna spin a bounty hunters track, and we'll be back with more Roman Oz straight after that.